0: Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and uh, we are dedicated to exploring the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history, as I say. Today, we're going to be listening to some music that was recorded in Paris in 1935 and 1936. And uh, these were done by a band that was led by an African-American saxophone player named Willie Lewis. Willie Lewis was born in Texas in 1905. He played in various groups uh, in the area. Apparently, he studied at New England Conservatory in Boston. He made it up to there in the early 1920s. By the middle 1920s, he was playing with the Sam Wooding Orchestra, which was one of the finest black orchestras of the time. It was... uh, Uh, a group that uh, did shows, it did dance music too, but it did uh, concert pieces as well. It was kind of a Paul Whiteman type of group, just of African-Americans. And they uh, traveled to Europe in the middle 1920s. They had people in it like... uh, Tommy Ladner, Gene Cedric, Arvin Bushel, all sorts of different uh, players who became better known later on. And they spent most of the late, or the second half of the 1920s in Europe, in uh, the Soviet Union, in uh, France, in Germany, many different places. They recorded quite frequently as well, and we will be probably doing a podcast coming up of that group. uh, That band disbanded in 1931. Many of the players returned to the United States, including Willie Lewis, who jobbed around New York for a couple of years before putting his own band together uh, and returning to Europe. He returned to Paris in 1934 and uh, started doing a series of pretty uh, well-paid or or, or high-profile jobs at the time. This was when swing and African-American jazz in particular was very popular in Europe, and uh, the style was... Uh, being uh, defined in, in, in white circles by the quintet of the Hot Club of France, Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli. But many great black mus- musicians were over there uh, from America. They toured over, Ellington's band toured there, Louis Armstrong toured uh, in the early 30s, uh, and several musicians, including some we're going to hear today, took up residence in Europe due to the more placid racial climate. So we're going to start out with uh, the Willie Lewis Entertainers, it was called, Willie Lewis and his Entertainers. And this is a uh, band that uh, started recording for Pathé in January of 1936, January 17th of 1936. The band had been around for a while, had done a couple of recordings, but really began to hit its stride about uh, this time because of the presence of Benny Carter, the great uh, saxophonist, trumpeter, and arranger who had left the United States. Uh, He had uh, left the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra and uh, had his own band for a while during 1935 uh, and uh, went over to England and worked for the BBC and uh, found permanent employment or at least temporary permanent employment in the Willie Lewis Band. Also in this band, we have Alex Renard and Bobby Martin on trumpets. Uh, Benny Carter played some of the trumpet solos, I believe all of the alto solos on this session, and did the arrangements as well, including some with his signature uh, saxophone section writing. George Johnson was on alto sax as well. Uh, Willie Lewis w- was the leader, played alto sax and sang. Joe Heyman and Coco Kien played tenor saxes. Herman Chittison on piano. He was a legendary piano player of the time. John Mitchell on guitar. June Cole on bass and Ted Fields on bass. Most of these musicians, with the exception of I think Coco. and Alex Renard were uh, African Americans from uh, the United States who had settled in Europe. So we're going to start out with uh, the standard All of Me, which even in 1935 was a standard, and features some beautiful saxophone writing and uh, playing by the uh, arranger Benny Carter. After that, we will hear the song, Just a Mood, which was recorded several times over there. I'll tell you more about that in a while. Then, I've Got a Feeling You're Fooling, a good late-20s pop tune that was recorded with a vocal by uh, the leader, Willie Lewis. After that, Stardust, another beautiful Benny Carter arrangement. And we're going to end up uh, that session, or that set, with Rhythm Is Our Business, kind of a introduce-the-band tune recorded by many groups at the time, most notably, I guess, by Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, and uh, the trumpet player Bobby Martin introduces the various performers as they play short solos. And these were all done on January 17th, 1936, in Paris for the Pathé Labels. One more tune from that session that we will start out our next set with. But that's what we have right now, Willie Lewis and his entertainers, all of me. Just the Mood, I've Got a Feeling You're Fooling, Stardust and Rhythm is Our Business.
1: notion. It's big. Saxophone in, in the band. When he runs down the scale Think you focus both
0: and his entertainers from uh, January 17th of 1936 recording in Paris for the Pathé label. And this was a, an excellent band, certainly one of the best in Europe and held its own would have held its own for, with any of the groups in the United States as well, remembering um, this is uh, right at the beginning of the swing era uh, and we have African-American bands like Fletcher Henderson's and Cab Calloway's Chick Webb's and of course Ellington's and shortly Basie's band as well. This band might have been a little bit behind the times since so many of their members had been in Europe for most of the previous few years anyway, and in some cases longer, but they were immensely benefited by the presence of Benny Carter, who I believe did all the arrangements on this session, uh, and also played quite a bit as well. We started out with All of Me, a great tune that began right off the bat with a saxophone soli. Um, five saxophonists are listed. Whether or not all of them are playing on these tunes, I don't know, uh, Benny Carter is certainly playing the lead alto part on that. George Johnson was another fine African-American player, played with a number of groups, and he will be heard more coming up a little bit later. Uh, Willie Lewis, the leader, played alto as well, and Joe Heyman and uh, Charles Coco Keane played tenor saxes. Uh, the occasional tenor sax solo is by Joe Heyman, all the alto solos are by Benny Carter, but uh, on All of Me, as well as Stardust and Rhythm is Our Business, the trumpet solos were by Benny Carter as well. He was just coming into his own as a trumpet player at this time, and uh, he was to feature himself on trumpet as well as alto, and occasionally clarinet and tenor sax as well, going forth throughout the 1930s, and then with his own band in the 1940s. After all of me, we heard a nice Benny Carter composition called "Just a Mood," a very quiet tune that he recorded in England with a different band. Uh, that featured his alto playing as well as his great arrangement. Then we heard uh, "I've Got a Feeling You're Fooling," a nice dance tune from a slightly earlier period that featured a vocal, just or rather a vocal by the leader Willie Lewis, and that was a Fats Waller and Andy Razaf tune. Uh, we also heard a brief moment of Benny Carter alto playing in there as well. Then we heard a classic arrangement of Stardust, which uh, Carter used on several other recording sessions, adapted for his own band and some other groups as well, beautiful saxophone solely, and another terrific trumpet solo by Benny Carter. Then we ended up with that Meet the Band tune, Rhythm is Our Business, which featured uh, several players in there, all of whom were introduced by the singer and trumpet player Bobby Martin, but the trumpet solo was definitely by uh, Benny Carter in that case. So we're going to do another set, and we're going to start out with the other tune, the last tune from that session. That was a productive recording session, brought out six tunes, and we're going to hear a tune called Stay Out of Love. And this is a uh, a French tune by Lafreniere and Gerlach. I don't know who Gerlach was. It was a fellow named Horace Gerlach who uh, co-wrote the Louis Armstrong uh, autobiography, Swing That Music, and was given credit on that song uh, that became one of Armstrong's theme songs. I don't know if it's the same man or not. But we will hear on that a vocal by June Cole, who also plays bass. And back in the 19, late 1920s, he was the tuba player for Fletcher Henderson's band and sang with them as well. Now we're going to jump over to a uh, session from April 28th of 1936 in Path A. Uh, Benny Carter had left the band by this point. I believe he was in England. Uh, and uh, this uh, session features two swing classics. We're going to hear Stompin' at the Savoy, and Christopher Columbus. Stomping at the Savoy was an arrangement by the pianist Herman Chittison, who was also featured on the tunes we just heard. He was a kind of a legendary piano player. Uh, we've done a podcast on him in the past. He spent most of his recording career in Europe, although he came back to the United States and did some things in the 40s and, and uh, some small group things as well. Very, very advanced piano soloist at the time. Then we're going to hear, as I said, Christopher Columbus, the Fletcher Henderson arrangement. I think it was taken from a stock. This was uh, more or less the arrangement that the Henderson band recorded around the same time. So in this band, uh, slightly different, we're going to hear Bobby Martin again on trumpet, joined by Bill Coleman, who was, of course, the great black trumpet player who had recorded with Fats Waller and uh, Lloyd and Cecil Scott and many other groups in the 1930s. He spent a good chunk of the m- middle and late 1930s in Europe, came back, played with the Benny Carter. Orchestra and many other groups recorded with Lester Young and some others and then after the war went back to Europe and spent most of the rest of his life there. It was considered a a real influence on uh, the developments of jazz in Europe and he will take the trumpet solos. On trombone, we have Billy Burns, who'd been in Europe for quite a while. Joe Heyman, uh, this time switches over to alto sax, as well as playing tenor sax and baritone sax. Willie Lewis, the leader, is on alto. George Johnson plays alto. He plays the solos. Frank Big Boy Gaudi, uh, or Goudier, I'm not sure how he pronounced it, uh, was on clarinet and tenor sax. He was a particularly interesting musician, I believe. He came from New Orleans and had a long career in Europe, and then went back to the United States and played extensively on the West Coast, I believe in the San Francisco area area up until the 1960s. Chittison is again on piano, John Mitchell again on guitar, Louis Vola on bass. He had uh, played many recording sessions and dates with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France, and Ted Fields is there again on drums. Then we're going to hear two tunes of the four from May 5th of 1936. We're skipping over an April 21st, 1936 date that featured a lot of French uh, tunes and some things that were mainly vocal backings, uh, as well as uh, straight dance music. They weren't particularly interesting from the point of view of jazz, but uh, they are from the point of view of entertainment, but we'll save those for another time. We will instead jump over, as I said, to May 5th and also for Pathé, and we're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear I'm Shooting High and Lost. And I'm Shooting High was a Standard of the day by Jimmy McHugh and Ted Kohler. I think it was written for one of the Cotton Club reviews and we'll get a chance to hear Adelaide Hall on vocal. Of course, she had recorded with Ellington's band in the late 1920s and uh, went over with the Blackbirds review. I think she was an understudy to um, Florence Mills who died over there about the same time. Um, so that will be her vocal. And Lost is uh, another tune familiar from the uh, Frankie Newton recording of about the same period, and that will feature a vocal by Willie Lewis. So that is our set. Stay Out of Love, Stompin' at the Savoy, Christopher Columbus, I'm Shootin' High, and Lost.
1: But don't stop to drink at Dan's Cupid Fountain, just be out of love. That's where the blue...
0: and his orchestra from 1935 and 36, actually from 36 uh, going to the end of 36. We started out with Stay Out of Love. A uh, nice dance tune featuring a Benny Carter arrangement and a vocal by the bass player June Cole. And uh, that was the earlier band with Alex Renard, Bobby Martin on trumpets. We heard Benny Carter I think, playing a little alto solo in there. George Johnson on alto, Joe Heyman and Coco Kin on tenor saxes. Uh, Willie Lewis, the leader on alto. How much he played in the section, I don't know, but uh, he sang from time to time and certainly led the band. Herman Chittison was on piano. Uh, John Mitchell on guitar, June Cole on bass and singing on that number, and Ted Fields on drums. And those that was done on June... Uh, I'll try that again. January 17th, 1936, for Pathé. And all these recordings were done in France. These were the immediate pre-war years. Of course, once... Uh, The Germans invaded uh, France, most of the music making changed significantly, and uh, black jazz musicians in particular left to go to Switzerland or England or back to the United States, and the band business didn't really pick up again until after the war, as you can imagine. From there, we went to those two swing tunes from April 28th of 1936, Stompin' at the Savoy and Christopher Columbus. And... uh, those featured some fine piano playing by Herman Chittison. As I mentioned, he was a really a, uh, an unsung hero of piano at the time. If he had played in the United States all through the 30s, he would be much better known. We heard some excellent alto solos by George Johnson. Benny Carter had moved on to greener pastures at the time. Johnson had uh, played in some bands in the late 1920s and early 30s before he went over uh, to France and various European destinations and stayed there for most of the rest of the 1930s, leaving again after the Warsaw started. He came back to New York and played in several groups, including Frankie Newton's, Rex Stewart's, and so forth. He recorded uh, with some bands as well, including a particularly fine session with Trummy Young's group for the Hot Record Society, where they recorded a feature for him called uh, Johnson Rock. And we played that on a previous podcast as well. We also heard Frank Big Boy Goudie on clarinet and tenor sax, a little bit of clarinet in there, but mostly tenor sax, a very good sort of booting tenor sax player uh, in the swing tradition. His clarinet playing was much more influenced by his New Orleans background, and uh, later on in his career, he became known as a clarinet player more than anything. I don't think I mentioned Joe Heyman on alto tenor and baritone sax in the section. We also heard Billy Burns on trombone. Bobby Martin and Bill Coleman on trumpets. And Bill Coleman was responsible for those very elegant and uh, well-modulated solos. He was a superb technician with a lighter sound uh, than some of the great swing era trumpet players, but a lot of technique and very, very uh, imaginative. In fact, in some ways, he kind of looked forward to the 1940s and some of the bebop players that were coming up. Uh, in addition to Herman Chittison, we had John Mitchell on guitar, Louis Volard on bass, and Ted Fields on drums in the rhythm section. And the next two tunes were the same band, recording on May 5th of 1936, I'm Shooting High, featuring an Adelaide Hall vocal. Uh, she was more of a show singer, less of a jazz singer, although she's rightly remembered for her wordless vocals in the late 1920s uh, with Duke Ellington's band, The Blues I Love to Sing and uh, Creole Love Call and so forth. Then we finished up with Lost, a good dance tune from the period with a vocal by the leader, Willie Lewis. So we're going to move on now to uh, October 15th, through the summer and into the fall of 1936. More recordings in Paris for the Pathé label. Uh, This was an interesting session that started out with two records that were designed to be Uh, used as part of uh, exercise routines, uh, or rhythm du jazz, culture physique, first and second part. It was kind of a a predecessor of the Jack LaLanne uh, method of physical culture, I guess, uh, done to music, and we're not going to listen to either of those because they're not very interesting. Novelties, yes. Interesting, not so much. Uh, The band is the same, with one uh, replacement. Arthur Briggs, who was an African-American trumpet player who'd been in Europe since the 1920s. He'd gone over with Sam Wooding, I believe. And he replaced Bobby Martin. Still, the trumpet solos are by Bill Coleman. So from that session, we are going to hear uh, four tunes. We're going to hear Sing, 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 a tune made famous, of course, by Benny Goodman. But this is the original version, the Louis Prima version, uh, similar to the arrangement that was recorded by uh, Fletcher Henderson at the same time with a vocal by the orchestra. We're then going to hear Knock Knock Who's There, another tune that they probably stole from the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra. Those were some 1936-536 uh, recordings for Victor that the Henderson band did, kind of a group vocal there as well then a little more swing-oriented. We're going to hear Sweet Sue, Just You, and finish up with the Will Hudson tune, The Organ Grinders Swing, all of those done by Willie Lewis and his entertainers. We're actually going to start that set out with one of the first tunes that this band did uh, from 1935. This was before Benny Carter joined the band. There were four tunes recorded that day, Two uh, tunes that were largely uh, gospel tunes, uh, Negro Spiritual Chante Par Willie Lewis and His Entertainers. We're not going to hear those. Uh, And then two other tunes, band tunes, were recorded, and we're going to hear the first one, the more jazz-oriented one, which was Nagasaki, the 1920s uh, standard by Warren and Dixon, which will feature vocals by Willie Lewis, June Cole, uh ted fields and bobby martin and the band in this case is bobby martin on trumpet Willie lewis on alto sax joe Hyman on tenor sax jerry blake uh who later became known for playing with fletcher henderson or actually yeah a little bit later with fletcher henderson and uh, cab calloway on clarinet and uh, alto sax herman chittison john mitchell june cole and ted fields again and that was from april 23rd of 1935 so that is our set Start out with Nagasaki, then we will hear Sing Sing Sing, Knock Knock Who's There, Sweet Sue, and Organ Grinders Swing. We started out with Nagasaki, which uh, was done on uh, April 23rd of 1935 by Willie Lewis and his entertainers. That featured a vocal quartet from the band. This was a very entertainment-oriented band as well as a musically-oriented band. And uh, we heard some fine clarinet by Jerry Blake, who, as I said, had or was to play later with the Fletcher Henderson Band and uh, Cab Calloway's as well. He was uh, had some emotional issues, and I think he left the business in the 1940s. Uh, and died quite young, I think, but he was an excellent clarinet player with that kind of horse style that we associate with people like uh, Edmund Hall. So after that, we went and did those four tunes from October 15th of 1936, and uh, the band in this case was Bill Coleman playing the trumpet solos and Arthur Briggs playing second trumpet. Billy Burns did a little trombone in there. Joe Heyman played alto tenor and baritone sax. George Johnson played the alto solos, really fine player. Willie Lewis also played alto sax. Frank Big Boy Gaudi played alto or played clarinet and tenor sax. Herman Chittison on piano, John Mitchell on guitar, Louis Vola on bass, and Ted Fields on drums. And we heard two sort of novelty vocal driven tunes, Sing 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 and Knock Knock Who's There, both of which, as I said, were recorded by Fletcher Henderson's band for RCA Victor on their Bluebird label around the same time. Then we heard a good jazz version of Sweet Sue featuring solos all around, and then what I think of is probably the best version of Organ Grinder's Swing. The Lunsford version was more musically interesting with different uh, tone colors and things like that, but this one... Uh, was a real jazz performance and featured excellent solos. I believe the clarinet solo is by Frank Gowdy, uh, and I think the tenor solo in this case was by Joe Heyman, because it sort of overlapped with some of the clarinet parts and uh, didn't really sound like uh, Gaudy on tenor sax, so that was probably it. Also some very good piano again by Herman Chittison. So Willie Lewis and his entertainers continued uh, up through the late part of the nineteen thirties when the war intervened. They recorded two long sessions for Pathé in Paris and Switzerland uh, in nineteen thirty-seven and thirty-eight with some very, very good. Uh, performances we might get to on another uh, podcast as well and they did some vocal accompaniments and things like that. Uh, Lewis came back to the United States uh, and then uh, returned to uh, Europe uh, after that uh, for a while but then he uh, spent the rest of his life in the United States. He left music probably in the 1940s and ended up passing away in 1971. Very interesting band uh, with no real star soloist other than Benny Carter and you might say Bill Coleman as well but uh, a very good ensemble ensemble driven band with good solos and good arrangements all done in Paris so you've been listening to the Jazz Focus hope you've enjoyed this program definitely some off the beaten track but very uh, well uh, performed well played and worth listening to music and uh, you might say a kettle of fish worth opening up this European jazz from this period is really uh Worth exploring, not just the uh, the gypsy jazz, so-called, the Django Reinhardt things, but some of the expatriate black musicians from the United States and some of the groups that they played in. Very, very interesting players. So, if you are interested in sponsoring us and encouraging the further existence of the Jazz Focus, please do so. We'd love to have you as a member of the family. Check out my social media pages. Uh, my band name Wolverine Jazz. V- I'll try that again. Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. And- RainJazzBand.net, and let me know of any programs you might like to hear in the future. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.